Welcome back to the One a Week podcast, everyone. I'm Matthew. And I'm Jonas. This week, we're going to talk about the brand new Black MIDI record, Cavalcade. It was released last week, and uh, we've had this whole week to listen to it. Uh, but I've gotten definitely enough listens in, I think. I don't know about you. I, I believe I also have gotten more than average. Mm-hmm. So just a little rundown on Black MIDI as a band. Um, they like unofficially formed in like 2015 because they all went to like a music school together and they hail from the UK um, and they released their first single in 2018, which ended up on their first album that came out in 2019, Schlagenheim. I think that's a very good album. Um, it was like no wave, math rock, noise rock, punk. It was like a hundred different things, which I thought is part of the appeal. Um, so when I heard that they were releasing a new album this year, um, I got very excited because I was very interested to see what direction the sound would go because, you know, a thing about Schlagenheim is, I still think it's very good, um, but it was, I wouldn't say it was one note, but it was kind of like when you got into each song, you kind of knew what you were getting into. It was like, oh, I'm going to have another crazy math punk song with like guitars um i don't know if you have any thoughts on schlagenheim as i like... haven't listened to schlagenheim enough um i do know that after listening to this album i wrote down on my to-do list was re-listen to schlagenheim because i've only heard it honestly i may have only heard it one time all the way through because i am a i'm a fake fan i would highly recommend the album um and black midi they're it's like they were 17 when they released Schlagenheim, all of them, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's... I don't... That, like, bothers me. Like, I know I know the music <laughs> that they make is, like, youthful and, like, full of energy, but, like, that... You can't be that you young. You're you not allowed to that. be good. You can, you can be full of energy, but you have to suck. Not that early. Um, so, getting into Cavalcade real quick... Uh, well, probably for like the next 30 minutes, but real quick. Um, I, I, when I heard the first single was John 50, which is the first song on the album. Um, I at first was like, this is interesting. Like I, I was kind of surprised because they added a lot more instrumentation to their whole thing. It's not just like, uh, like guitars, like there was like violins going on. There were like, there were percussion, like there wasn't just drums, there were like horns, there were woodwinds, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so that was super exciting, and then they released Slow, and I was like, oh, okay, so this album's going to blow my mind, <laughs> and I, I definitely wasn't wrong. This album blows my mind. Every single time I listen to it, I can't believe what I just listened to. Yeah. It, it... I, it's like, I, it's hard to put into words. So we're going to, we're going to say that this is a jazz album. We're just going to go for, this is a, a jazz thing. Avant-garde jazz, perhaps, as genius lyrics would, would so we'll, we'll, our favorite source. Our, fa- our favorite music journalist source says that it's avant-garde jazz. Do you so, think they'll hire us? We keep sending them those letters. I always, I like. How do you get hired? What do you do? Do you I don't write know. like articles? Because Pete, like, commu- the community writes like the lyrics. Do you like, remember they do that? Where when when you were in high school, 
did you do what I did with Genius and like every time they posted a new video, like immediately watch it and be like, yeah, this is I I am in tune with music when they were just talking about like ski mask the slump god and stuff because that's what I did and it made me feel like I was really like on the scene but really out like I wasn't. I don't think I did that. No, but I just kind of like read I, the lyrics on I the, knew, the website. I knew all the genius. Uh, YouTube hosts. My favorite was Jacques Morel. He was cool. Okay. Uh, that's the, I, I, I successfully derailed the conversation. <laughs> um, back to the album that we're talking about for this week. Um, yeah, I my overall thoughts are this is one of the best things I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I, I really don't know how else to put it. And like, they, in, like, like, genuinely, like, ever? I think, so, like, just to just to get started, I don't think there's a single second of fat to be trimmed from this entire album. No, it, like, it, it's it all feels of it beautifully concise, even though it's not like short. It's average length, mm-hmm. but it feels yeah, I, yeah. I'm not disagreeing with you. I I think it is a very very good <laughs> album. But like that is a bold claim to it say is, like and one of the best things you've heard in your life I, this I've quick after listened release. Listen to a lot of music. Um, uh, this guy, I listen <laughs> to music. I'd be listening to music a lot, and it's hard pressed for me to think of another album with this level of like compositional skill, this much energy, and all of the playing, like. The vocals alone are just so eccentric and interesting because Jordy Greep, the vocalist for most of the album, is he sounds so funny, but he also does a lot of funny voices, so he has to know he sounds funny. I guess. Like on John 50, he does like a weird like Scottish thing. I thought that was like his real voice because, again, I'm not as familiar with Black. No, Man. he's just like, well, I know there's like different British accents, but I'm, I'm just going to call him British. Um... And like, on he sounds like he had like someone's like putting like their thumb like against the back of his throat. Yeah, at first I thought it was like a weird thing he did, but then I watched like an interview or something with him in it, and I was like, oh, that's just like his voice. Um, so the vocals alone are are enough of like a a compelling thing for me to be like, okay, well this band's interesting. Um, but then also the the instruments are crisp. They're so crisp. The production on this thing is unbelievably good. Um, and for this one, um, they brought on a lot more instrumentation, like I said. So all like the, because for Schlagenheim, it was like crisp, but it was like, well, it was like, like crispy guitars and drums and bass. So it was all like one palette. Whereas this, you really like have no idea what you're going to get. Because like it goes from John 50, which is like this scary like nightmare violin type thing and then you go into marlini dietrich however you say it i thought it was dietrich maybe i don't jordy says it weird so i don't know he's doing funny um which is like a very slow ballad and there are ballads on this thing Mm -hmm. there are not very many ballads on schlagenheim it's all pretty aggressive i was glad to hear some slower songs that like a little bit more on the heartstrings on this one um so back to why it's the greatest album ever made (laughs) it's like because they said for this one i read somewhere that for schlagenheim it was a lot of like improv 
they would get in the studio session and just kind of like make it up yeah. as they were going along with this they 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 took it back they arranged the instruments it's not just would like would you say it was calculated i would say that i would say that it's not just like lightning in a bottle it's a lot there's a lot more thought put into all everything that goes on um i just if i there's like a a joke going around that there's like all this like english post punk bands coming out of the yeah, woodworks i knew we were gonna have to bring this up yeah and uh, people are calling it um post-brexit music <laughs> which i think is funny it's gotta get like its own genre name because anytime someone talks about black midi i mean okay we'll go over the big three black midi squid black country new road those are the big three right now mm-hmm. and there's a lot of other ones but those are the three that have gotten the most popular and anytime someone talks about them they're like well, the genre's like, it's hard to, like, define. It's, like, post-post-punk. It's, like, this yeah, and it's, really... like, that. So we need to come up with a name. So what what's the I name? Don't know. I you mean, tell me. Post-Brexit is funny. Yeah, I think, I, I think that, that is funny. Because, yeah, they're all, like, UK-based bands. And they're all making hella dope music. It's unbelievable. The only album I haven't heard from those three is the new Squid album. And it is on my... Um, yeah, it's on my list that. that I will probably cover at some point in June. Um, so this album, I think, has an impeccable flow of tracks. It really, it really doesn't feel like like maybe track two to track three because Chandro Malaysia Patella, which I looked up, apparently it's like pain in the knee. Yeah, it's from, from yeah something. It's when okay, so it's when cartilage or something wears away between your kneecap and another bone and they rub against each other and it's apparently like unbearable pain cool Which so I, that's I, what the song's gross. kind of about too it's like it's about like expressing your pain in like a like he says that his he he talks about singing in a way that's interesting he says air comes out of a new hole from white rocks on a pink mold which are teeth in your mouth because your jaw is pink. Um, so I think that this album is the greatest thing ever. 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 Ever made. Like Mona Lisa, we don't need that. We got black midi. <laughs> Mona Lisa ain't be singing nothing. <laughs> I, I mean, I, that's a bit of hyperbole. Like, there are probably better albums out there. Um, that, there are... Probably better. <laughs> like you're like skeptical. I'm I'm overhyping this quite a bit, but I don't this know. Is, I mean, this like, is my opinion. Yeah, no, I know you're like being facetious about it, but it is a ridiculously good album. Um, I think I it feels silly for me to like it as much as I do because I know the joke is like, oh, stocky white boys love black midi and black country new road. But yeah, I do. We might have They're a point, you great. know. You ever think oh about that? God. Sometimes stereotypes are real, <laughs> and for a good reason. So let's get the let's get the the stocky white boy liking post Brexit music to just be everybody liking post Brexit mm-hmm. music. Okay, um, I've been talking for a long time. I guess you should give your thoughts a um, little bit. I okay. I feel a little bit uh, like I'm not gonna have as. M- much eloquent words about this album uh i thought it was fantastic um i like i said last week i had listened to zero of the singles leading into it 
Um, and not to say there's like a correct way to listen to an album because that would be presumptuous. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I gained a lot personally from going in completely blind just because there's so much happening on this record. Mm -hmm. Like I, I could not have predicted even a little bit of it. And that's kind of how I like to experience it because I was, I was laying in bed listening to it for the first time and like with each passing minute i was like and now this is going on and now this is going on and now this and it was great it like it, it kept me very very intrigued in the way that like a movie does i was like well what like what is what are they going to do next like mm -hmm. what is, what comes after this yeah um i really liked it's not like a concept album but i really like some of the concepts that are in a few of the songs and like there's like a lot of talk about like um like disruption of like power specifically in like John 50 like mm -hmm. it, among like a cult because uh, the idea is John 50 is like the 50th person to be in power in a cult and the song is talking about the fall of John 50 mm -hmm. and how John 51 will suffer the same fate eventually and I, that's just really cool to me it made me think of Mandy um which is a movie, a movie, uh, a very, very good movie, um, in which there is a uh, uh, questionable cult leader, as most are, um, and it just made me think of that movie, and it felt just as like sporadic and crazy as that movie did. Um, and if you can, if an album, you know, as much as I like music, film is my you know art form of choice, I guess. And if your album can make me feel like I'm like listening to a movie then you've you've uh scratched a very niche itch in my brain and mm -hmm. it makes me very much like the album yeah i think that all that you said is true i think that um it has a very compelling concept while it's not like inherently a concept album it is very much a reaction to like rising fascist movements yeah. in all of the world right now um i think that it has some very apt commentary on like leadership and like how like the disconnect between like the the foul the fallible aspects of human beings versus how we would treat like a leader um i think that's very interesting and these are 19 year olds making that commentary. yeah it makes me feel like Anytime I start to talk about anything political uh, at all, I'm like, yeah, but what do I know? And then I hear something like this, and I'm like, I can know things, mm -hmm. you know? I'm not saying I do, but I could if I yeah. so desire. No. And, like, at the end of the day, everything that you feel is, like, true. Like, if you feel this way, like, that, that's a real emotion that you have. Speak your truth. So, um... Let's, we can get in a little bit to the to the compositions overall. Um, I think this album perfectly executes um, how sometimes the quiet moments are the loudest because there are a lot of very loud moments on mm -hmm. this whole thing. Yeah. Um, but some of the most like powerful, like um, coming into the end of like Marlini di Trick, um, it just like it's it's quiet but it's very like lush and grand. Mm -hmm. 
and it, it like comes together beautifully. Yeah. And then Diamond Stuff, which is like the slowest track. Um, you know, it's like a cup, like a like a plucked guitar at the start, and then it goes into like this absolutely beautiful, like big orchestral, but keeps the guitars and the drums at the end. And I'm like, um, I think that's what the album does best, but it also does very good the loud stuff, like yeah. on Slow or John 50 or Hogwash and Balderdash. What a banger of a track. For real. It's, also a great name. Yeah, I think like it's it's like a very absurd track. It's about yeah. like two chickens that are like trying to get away from the authorities, I believe. Yeah. Um, and it's about like, the the guy smells bad, but it's also about like how they're running away from authority and they constantly have to worry about like everything, um, which I is, I think is cool. But I don't know how they came up with we're gonna have like two chickens who are like Huckleberry finning their way like along some like river and they're like running away from the police, but um, and one of them stinky. So between the two of us, who's hogwash and who's balderdash? Um, um, I think I fret more than you do. So I think I would be balderdash because he's the one that worries about everything in the song. So you would be hogwash. All right, I can I can live with that. And I'm the one that is stinky in the song. <laughs> so whatever, you know, we gotta wear our vices on our sleeves <laughs> and then ascending forth yeah that's that like an 10 minute song closing track oh my gosh um it's as a as a fan as a, a kind of fan of classical music with like is was like compositions um this song is immaculate i think it has ups and downs it uses crescendos and decrescendos very well um it's it's just it's like beautiful it just it just all clicks and it's about like the creative process it's about like how artists are treated by like authority and all that it's also about like how your art being like denied or like panned critically can feel also how it's like there's just so much going on because it's like 10 minutes so they can talk about a lot and it's also just really like beautiful with all the like grand instrumentation going on which i love schlagenheim but this like i will always be a sucker for just a ton of noise happening yeah with a bunch of different instruments and the mixing is like perfect like there is not a bad mix like the vocals can be drowned out a bit but that's always like for an effect it's not just because they like forgot to mix the vocals higher it's it's unbelievable. And Morgan Simpson, the drummer, I want to I wanna meet this man. He goes absolutely stupid nuts on every single track. His drumming is unbelievable. You know, he won like a drumming award in like England in like 2016, which is how like they got him into the band. They were like, oh, this guy's really good at drumming. So, we'll, so he's obviously like an awarded drummer whatever that means but yeah he's really good and not to say that any of the other like 
um, members of the band are like not that good at their instruments. They're all very talented. Yeah. Um, but I think that drumming is an underappreciated art. I was never a drummer, but when I hear like a very like crazy drum line in a song, I I love it. I and I every song on this album has got some crazy drum thing going on. Um, yeah, they they released an Ed Sheeran diss track back in like 2019. <laughs> what? Which uh, we is... I I found a picture uh, since this is a uh, audio only. I found a picture on Google Images as I was looking at the band members with Ed Sheeran next to Black Midi, and it's just yeah. it's a little bit of them taking the piss. Um, and I they called it like Dead Sheeran. <laughs> 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 I don't think I've heard it. I don't know where they posted it, but funny. Um, and yeah, I love Black Midi and hate Ed Sheeran, so I have to be. I'm gonna have to be pro Black Midi on this one. I'm shocked. I um, cannot believe this. Yeah, Black Midi, like, well, like it's Black Midi. The genre is just like a ton of like piano notes in like a program, like a MIDI program, mm-hmm. and it's like supposed to be like chaotic and all this. And I think their sound definitely matches that spirit. Yeah, a lot. Um, definitely on Schlagenheim and even on this one, um, where there's just a ton of stuff going on and it can be like a a very cacophonous in some instances, but it can also be very rewarding in how it all comes together. Like it, it rewards the attentive listener, I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. If I had to sum up this album in one word, um, I would call it cinematic and that works for me big time. Um. So uh, yeah, yeah, I'm 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 with you. I'm with you on this one. It's very I, good and better than every other album to ever exist ever mm-hmm. is, I believe. I can't say I was disappointed at all. In fact, my expectations were probably exceeded. That's good because I know you had you were very very excited leading up to this. Yeah, because I was like, they're doing like a jazz thing now, and you know I can't say I'm at all mad about that. Yeah, and yeah, they completely delivered. I I would say more so than most other bands ever have because a lot of bands their like first album is like the big one and yep. then they kind of just struggle to meet that Schlagenheim was amazing and then they surpassed it somehow within 2 years and they're they are like only like a 3 or 4 year old band yeah, so like I'm going to be paying cl- very close attention to them for however long they stay together, it almost feels like it's too good to be true. Like, yeah. like to like in like a matter of months, we're gonna like, it's gonna be like Neutral Milk Hotel, where like they they drop phenomenal album and then gone forever because like a member of the band is nuts or something. Yeah, I'll be pretty upset. I know one of them is on hiatus due to like mental health issues, so he wasn't like present for the recording sessions, but he was part of the compositional work for the album. Um, I hope he's doing better, and I hope he rejoins the band soon because he's in one of the best bands in the business today. If he decides to come back, but if he he doesn't have to, like I don't do what you want, bro. You're a human being. <laughs> yeah. I guess closing thoughts. You can go first. I've been talking for like twenty minutes. Um, closing thoughts. It's yeah, it's great. You know, it's it's a very very good album, and um. Of all the sounds that I've been getting accustomed to this year, because last year was kind of my getting back into more independent music, and then 
as I've gone into this year, it has been branching out into so many other groupings. Uh, but say, that is all uh, I'm saying that to reach the point of saying the the kind of music uh, and genre and ambiance that Black Midi and Black Midi adjacent bands are doing is definitely on top for me right now this year. That sound is working for me so, so well. And I think um, Cavalcade is probably, a, it's, I, I would say right now, it's the poster child for that kind of scene um, because Black Midi's the poster child band for that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not upset about that in the least. Um, it, I think this album's great. Oh, and uh, favorite track, by the way, Slow. Love that track. It's absolutely nuts. Love it. Mm. Um, okay. Um, I'm just going to call right now Album of the Year. Really? Yep, right you now. You think so? I'm calling it Album of the Year. You, you're calling Album of the Year, this album came out last week of May, so before the halfway point of the year. Yeah, and here's the thing. Either I'm wrong... And a better album comes out, which like that's a win. How yeah. that's gonna happen, I don't know. But or I'm right, and I'm right, so that's cool. Okay. Um, you know what's 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 funny is I would not call this album of the year because you know what I have called album of the year. Yeah. Yeah. I got you there. Yeah. Um, that's true. Yeah. I I haven't done this before. I haven't done this before. I know what's coming. But um, I'm feeling an A plus on this one. It is. I'm feeling a perfect yeah. score. Um, favorite track either ascending fourth or slow um probably slow because i can just throw it on it's like five minutes instead of ten um but just every track is phenomenal yeah it's a great album i forgot to say my grade a i'm not an a plus but that's because of what i'm 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 holding it to which i don't like i don't want to get into like my top stuff of the year yet (laughs) but like yeah, the we'll, real, we'll get the into real it. Enough, We'll get into uh, it at uh, some point. Later. But yeah, I, I'm feeling solid A on this one. Um, it's just, yeah, it, I was extremely impressed. Yeah, you already loved this album, so yeah. cool. Yeah. All right, so uh, next week, we're going to keep it rolling with the new releases. Um, and we are going to be going over the new Japanese breakfast album, Jubilee. Um I'm very excited about it. There's been, yeah. uh, uh, Japanese Breakfast having the, I would say, indisputably, the biggest year of her life. Yeah. Or career-wise. You Career, know? yeah. Um, she's like New York Times bestselling author now. Her All the singles are doing really well. She got Christopher Moltisanti from The Sopranos on that last music she video. Like, she on like late night shows yeah. now. She's yep. kind of making it big, she's, and I'm glad. She, yeah, yeah, good, good for her. Good for Michelle. Right, well, Jubilee comes out in two days. Yep. And we'll talk about it next week. Yep. Also, um, even though probably everybody listening is already following the Instagram page, <laughs> go follow the One A Week Instagram page at One A Week Cast. Um, I have relinquished my lazy control of the social media manager to my sister because she said she really wanted to because I was bad at posting. Um, so. I I she's already started to do some work on there that is much better than anything I did, and in addition to that, I uh, have started an initiative myself for the month of June uh, to post a video or have my sister post a video mm. um, every day 
like a one to two minute video talking about an album I listened to that day. Um, because I'm I'm so bored. It's unbelievable how bored I am. Be and bored. I'm about to be unemployed because we're getting ready for the move. So I'm going to have even more time on my hands. So I'm trying to express myself creatively. So, But go check those out. I was really proud of the first one. And we're recording on the 2nd of June. So I'm in the process of editing the second one. But I, I'm... I'm I'm happy with yeah, myself. They look good. Thank they you. They sound good. So thank you. I'm trying to get Matthew to do something, um, but I haven't told him what yet. I want you to uh, do choreography, like interpretive dance for each. Uh, do I have album to dance? Review. Yes, you have to be oh. a dancer. Um, and I'll intercut uh, my footage of just talking with yours of the interpretive dance. I'll think about it. You don't have a choice. You no, signed I'm the contract. Thinking about it. I'm thinking I, about it right now. <laughs> Okay, next week, Jubilee. Uh, one a week cast on Instagram, all of that. Um, Goodbye, everybody. Yep, that's it. Bye.